Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. My name is Adam Glynn, joined by my pal Dax Holt. How are you, sir? I like to say your podcast life partner. That is true. That's another thing. We could say that. <laughs> and you are listening to our weekly rundown. Where we give you the top 10 stories of the week. We try to get you in and out. So uh, you kind of inform what's going on in the entertainment celebrity news world before the weekend starts. Uh, I think you probably know who's on our number one this week just because they've been all over, not just like the entertainment news, but like national news, international news, because it's just so absurd. We're going to get to that. Um, was it a good week in uh, entertainment news, Dax? It was an okay week. It, it definitely wasn't our craziest week, but there's a lot of, you know, there's there's a death story in here. There's um, some nepotism in the modeling world in here. We've got a pregnancy. We got We got some decent stuff. I'm not going to lie. It's just... I, there's been crazier weeks, I must say. Yeah, no, for sure. But we're going to get to our top 10 stories of the week. Before we get to that, we actually read your reviews live on air to give you some love, to give you some uh, shout outs, uh, whatever you want to think of it as, just because we appreciate the uh, you know the the follows. We appreciate the reviews, the kind words. It actually really does help us out. This is what they tell us. In the algorithm, it helps us out when you give a review. It actually boosts us up in the charts. And uh, we're doing really well as a podcast. It's pretty insane what's going on here. Um, but it's been you guys. We also have this private Facebook group where we kind of do these stories that we really don't talk about on the podcast. But it's a good way for us to communicate with you. And you guys communicate with each other. It's just it's it's good just to know that you guys are keeping the, us uh, informed. The, the podcast group. What's been fun is seeing people that are now going back and discovering old episodes from like that we did years ago, and being like, "Oh my god, I love that episode," you know, with Booker, or I love that episode with Kelly Osbourne when she said this and this, and that. I think that's been fun for me to go back and kind of relive some of those old episodes through people commenting on them in the private Facebook group. So thank you guys. Keep doing that. I really enjoy it. Yes, Dax, do you have a review ready for us? I got a couple reviews for us. All right, this one comes from uh, Pistol B, I I think must be the name. All right, love this podcast, and Adam is okay. (laughs) That's nice. I'm Alyssa from Wells. Me and... uh, Wait, I'm Alyssa from Wells. Oh, I have been listening for over a year now. Love the podcast. You have celebs and content for my age, and it's fun, and it keeps me in the know and not feeling old. You guys have great. You guys are great, and I love that you're the only podcast that doesn't support sex trafficking. <laughs> I know it's a joke. Can't wait for a new one. Love seeing the notification. New one is out. Bye, guys. Thanks, Alyssa. <laughs> That's actually good. Yes, we are the only entertainment name. Entertainment news podcast that doesn't support sex trafficking we're also anti-pollution if you listen to another entertainment news podcast or any kind of entertainment podcast you are supporting that stuff so uh (laughs) take a deep look within to see uh what kind of podcast you're listening to 
Uh, so ridiculous. I love that she gets the jokes. Okay, this one comes, I don't see a name on here, Books for Days, Pop Culture Love, Five Stars. I love the stories about celebrities paired with the weekly rundowns, as if I don't spend enough time on social media following along, I need this podcast to break it down for me too. Laugh out loud. Hashtag Books for you. Days. Thank you so much, Pop Culture Love. It's funny because I'm consistently hearing that the weekly rundowns are some of the people's like favorite episodes just because it's like oh thank thank you for not making me read all the stories during the week now i can just kind of like get in and out so you're welcome breaking it down for you all, all right. right last last one. one this one it says maria delfini awesome podcast i'm a new listener and always look forward to new episodes to see what dax and adam are talking about a cool perspective from someone who isn't trying to get likes from experiences just trying to share stuff we want to hear love you guys that's a freaking great. That is review. a great. I appreciate that, Maria Defini. That that's her name. Uh, I just want to make sure I pronounce your name right. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's you know me and Dax. We're not just two talking heads about the entertainment news. We're not from Kentucky or nothing wrong with Kentucky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just Again, nothing wrong with Kentucky. Keep, but we're let's keep states out of this. Bro. All right, let's keep all right. Nothing wrong with Kentucky. I'm just saying we're in the game. <laughs> you know, like we're we are working and breaking stories, and um, you know we'll give our insight. And we also have insane experiences. I mean, we've been doing this for so long that. Um, it's just fun to actually just tell you and just kind of share our stories with our guests and you guys. And it's just my experiences. It's fun. So thank you for getting it. I appreciate that. Now let's get to our, our top 10 stories of the week. Dax, what's the number 10? Number 10. This is a sad one. Angela Lansbury has passed away. She died at the age of 96, only a couple days away from her 97th birthday. You guys know her well. But some of the youngins may not know her, but she was really famous for a show called Murder, She Wrote. Um, but she was also, I think, known for her voice in Beauty and the Beast. She was the, like, the teapot. What is, do you remember that character's name? Mrs. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Not the People gray stuff. Crucify me for not knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the teapot in um in Beauty and the Beast, and she has had a very very successful career, won tons of Tony awards for uh, a lot of her work on stage. Um, just really loved in the entertainment industry because she's been famous for so long and so successful. So yeah, it's sad it's, news there. Sad news. I never met her, but from people I've spoken to, have said she was the nicest, sweetest person. Just cool, fun, nice, and. I just remember, I never watched Murder, She Wrote. I was a young kid when that show came out, but I just remember always seeing the commercials, and I was like, oh, this is an old person show. However, <laughs> you know, it was just... An, so true. It was... But uh, I've never met her, but everyone said how great she was, how nice she was, how, like, just, like, down to earth, and just, like, she was cool. So uh, it's just sad news, but she was a legend, and... Uh, and she lived a long, full life, and it, uh, her family put out a statement saying that she passed away. In her sleep. I mean, what a perfect way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You go to bed and just fall asleep. That sounds so peaceful. All right. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Bethany Frankel can't stop shading Kim Kardashian. She now has said stop, quote, stop feeding the beast. So Bethany Frankel has been on basically a nonstop terror uh, going after Kim Kardashian. She's been talking about her for months, basically saying that she makes this like unrealistic view of beauty and fashion that young girls can't obtain and so that's why we have eating disorders and you know suicide and all this stuff and she's blaming a lot of it on the kardashians but on kim herself and then you know the other day kim walked into what was it a rams game here in la and the, all the fans started booing and so she was like yeah 
uh, why is everyone surprised that Kim Kardashian was booed at a football game? It's America's pastime. Then went on to say the fans are people with daughters and sons who have a hope for realistic role models for their children. Football is not a superficial land of fashion. Those fans can't be bought. And it's like, Dang, Bethany is like really on this crusade against Kim. It's easy to go after Kim Kardashian. She's an easy target. And know what? Bethany should be the one to talk. Uh, I will. S- I don't even know if I want to get. I heard a lot of stories allegedly about Bethany when she had her uh, her own talk show about. I like how you said allegedly, as if you just had to throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, for legal reasons, I guess. But you know, I heard a lot of rough stories about Bethany when she was hosting her talk show, Bethany, about how she was to the staff, how she was demanding of things. You know what? Mm-hmm. She's guilty of doing the same exact things. It's. Uh, I just she think made a, a drink called Skinny Girl Margarita. Yeah. Like, you are promoting people being skinny, so don't be mad when other people are also out there being skinny. Yeah, I, it's sad for Kim because honestly, we've both spoke about it so many times. We spoke about it in other interviews our, our our appreciation for Kim because a she's changed the game, and b overall at the end of the day, she's a good person. Like you can say what you want, but she works. She's she's very kind to people. She's good to the fans. So and let me let me give you though another perspective that that Bethany is going after, she feels that the family is destructive and irresponsible for their Photoshop use on their their media posts. Come on. She is saying that gives a false view of what people look like, and so that's why these young girls look up to that and think it's real and then cannot obtain that, so then they start having their own depression and mental issues because... The celebrity looks so amazing and they don't have that themselves. Instagram has filters. It comes with filters. You know, yeah, they might do an, an, an extra few filters, but at the end of the day, it's not the Kardashians' fault. I, I would take Bethany. I would say, you know what? Before you throw shade at someone else, take a deep look again within because you are just as guilty. It's just, it sucks. And I'm not, you know, pro Kim by any means. I mean, I think she is a good person, but it's just like, come on, dude, just stop. Yeah, it, it seems like she's yeah, just a lot, like a lot of people are saying that she just wants it for clout. Exactly. She talks about Kim. Now she's on the cover of page six and she's like, well, no, no. If I want a clout, I, I would go back to Real Housewives and make millions of dollars or, you know, talk about all these different opportunities that are landing in my lap that would make me even more money. So she's saying I'm not doing it for clout, which I think you're kind of doing it for cloud. You're doing it for cloud. If anything, if you weren't doing it for cloud, keep your mouth shut and just, it doesn't have to be public. All right, number eight. Number eight, Emily Rajkowski confirms her relationship status amid this whole Brad Pitt dating rumors saga that keeps going on. Uh, she did an interview, um, and it, this was with Variety, basically said that. Listen, she is single right now. This is the first time she has been single um, basically in her life, and she is enjoying the freedom of not being super worried about how I'm being perceived. So she is making it seem like she is single. Um, She is focusing on her young son. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean that she's not seeing Brad Pitt. It just means she's still considering herself single is how I took this story. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a very vague answer. She's just, she's a hot commodity now. I don't, you know, the whole Brad Pitt stuff, who do you think starting that? 
Emily Rajatikowski. <laughs> yes, because you know Brad is not. You don't. You, Brad Pitt does not want to get into this mess. And yes, she is one of the most beautiful girls in the world. With that said, I mean, there's. She's just like throwing a little bit of gas on the fire to kind of she's build throwing up just enough to keep people interested and to keep the the storyline going because it's working. We're talking about her, right? Like that's that's what she needs right now is to stay in the headlines. As weird as it sounds, guys, when you're in the headlines, you're on people's minds, you're on producers' minds, you're on directors' minds, so they think of you when they have a project coming up, because the worst thing is to be forgotten in Hollywood, and then no one's casting you or reaching out to your agent, because they've just forgotten about you, but if you're in the headlines, it's like, oh, Emily, she's hot, yeah, she was a good actress, okay, let's let's get her on the phone. Yeah, it's, uh, this is a game, this is a business, this is politics, this is show business, and the best, here's the thing is, you guys... I hope you remember this. It's show business. I met years ago with a very, very, very big, one of the biggest people in the entertainment industry as far as power goes. This is not like a celebrity. This is someone like one of the executives. And they said, listen, this is show business. We don't care about the show. We care about the business. At the end of the day, we're, try- at the end of the day, we're trying to make business. So like we're, we're trying to make money. This is a business. And uh, yeah, she's working the scene. She's working the game. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to help her out a lot in the long run. I don't really know where your story was going, but yeah, I'm gonna go with it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just <laughs> tired, dude. But it's a, what I mean is this. It's a. This is what I mean. I was kind of rambling a little bit. I got into it, but it's a business. She's making money out of it. It's politics. She's keeping her name uh, fresh and hot, and keeping us curious of what's going on with it. So she knows what she's doing. It's a business to her. Yeah, absolutely. All right, number seven. Uh, number seven, Kaylee Cuoco is expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Tom Pelfrey, I think is how you say his last name, Tom. Uh, you would recognize him. They, they've, they haven't been dating too long, but he was in Ozark. He plays Wendy's brother in Ozark. Yeah, he gets killed. Uh, Sorry, did I ruin Ozark? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I ruin Ozark? Too soon, bro. Uh, too soon. The show ended uh, like a year ago. All right, go on. <laughs> so uh they're uh well she's expecting her first child w- ladies do not like it when you say they're expecting their first child i've learned that over the the last couple months she is expecting their first child interesting okay because he ain't pushing a baby out of his pee hole <laughs> yeah okay so let's be realistic here all right uh the child is due in 2023 um but that's pretty much all that they've talked about, we don't know, boy, girl, um, she, and she's saying that she's beyond blessed and over the moon, and she had shared this inst- uh, this news via Instagram. So, congrats. Very cool. That's all I got. People have been obsessed with Kaylee. She's had a lot of- Why? Like, people, she's had a lot of relationships over the you know last decade, but people are, like, are obsessed with her love life. Mm-hmm. Right, I feel like it's always I, something with her love life. Like, maybe just because Big Bang was such a huge show that, like- that's why people I, I've never like found her love life that exciting or interesting or whatever. Yeah, it's she's dated co-stars. She's dated, you know, it's just I don't understand. You know, she hasn't been she's been lucky. I don't want to say she hasn't been lucky. But I think they just want to see her happy at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, she's got a baby coming. So hopefully that she makes so hopefully she's happy now. All right. Number six. All right. Number six. Chris Colfer shades Glee co-star Leah Michelle and her new play funny girl uh, basically saying he ain't gonna be seeing it um so 
you know, Leah Michelle is got she's been in the news a lot. Obviously, Crazy. even stemming back from her Glee days and her former co-stars coming forward and saying that she was a nightmare to work with on there. Well, Chris was on the Michelle Collins show, and Michelle asked him, "Hey, are you're in town? Are you going to be seeing Funny Girl?" And he was like, "Oh, whoa, my my day suddenly just got so full, you know." And she goes, "Ha ha ha!" Like, so you're not going to be going and seeing Leah's new new play? And he goes, no, I can be triggered at home. That's, that's a big deal. That's a, that's and, a tough and, statement. And again, this is, you remember Amber Riley basically came out and said that um, Leah was just a nightmare, nightmare, awful, said mean things to everyone on set. And I think this is just one more confirmation that she was horrible. Because Chris, I, be, I feel like, has been pretty quiet for years about this incident. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I, I don't think he said much. This is kind of interesting to hear him say something about her too now. Yeah, it's uh, it was a very strong statement, and it's been weird because Leah is like the most talked about person on Broadway right now. It's the hottest show on Broadway. You know, you want to see Leah Michelle and Funny Girl. I don't know why. Or I mean, listen, at the end of the day, she is insanely talented. She's got a great voice. Like she, she started in Broadway. She is she's great on on the on the Broadway stage. But, you know, I, I think even with the apologies and her, I don't think she even really apologized. I feel like she like. I'll, I'll tell you what she said. So okay. she, uh, she told the New York Times, they did a whole profile uh, in, in ahead of the Funny Girl debut. And she said, I have edge to me. I work really hard. I leave no room for mistakes. That level of per- for perfectionism or that pressure of perfectionism left me with a lot of blind spots. That was her her answer i don't feel like that was an apology i feel that she was saying look i tried really hard to be so perfect that i treated everyone else like piles of garbage around me yeah i mean she never addressed it fully on she never apologized and i don't expect me personally and listen i wasn't in the relationship i don't know the relationship personally but if chris doesn't feel closure to this and i don't blame him for having that reaction yeah and then um uh, you know Jenna Unkowich. I, I don't know how the hell to say yeah, her last name. It, Kevin McHale. Yeah. Also, I guess they were asked if they were going to be going to see Funny Girl, and Kevin said, oh, "I haven't talked to her. Well, you know, we haven't talked in quite a while." He said that Jenna and him talk almost every day, but he hasn't spoken to Leah in a very long time. Um, and then Jenna, on the other hand, was like, "Oh yeah, I'd go see it." <laughs> Interesting. So there you go. You got at least one co-star that uh, might come see you and support you on stage. Yeah, but again, she hasn't really fully apologized. I feel like I don't even think she handled that great. It took her a long time to even say that response. So, but she is on the hottest show on Broadway right now. Uh, funny girl. All right, number five. All right, number five, Heidi Klum. Um, she, her daughter Lenny who is now 18, uh, joined her for a lingerie shoot. So, Have you Lenny, seen her? Who, like you saw, you saw these photos, right? Yeah, I saw the video. You saw the video. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She- I'm like, holy moly. Like, I, first of all, what's weird is, I swear it felt like just the other day, Lenny was like this little girl that Heidi was walking around with. So that's just kind of blowing my mind that she's like all grown up, kind of weirded me out here. Um, but yeah, she's doing a, a whole photo shoot for a lingerie campaign, and they showed this behind the scenes video on her Instagram page. Her daughter's beautiful. 
and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to move on from this. Yeah, it's weird. Super. And I don't want to want to go down this track. Listen, it's legal now. I think you're allowed to say it legally. However, <laughs> um, I would say I would suggest to check out these photos because I think, again, I'm throwing it out there. Here's my prediction that she's going to be like a huge kind of. Um, Star. Listen, she like, got. She definitely got her mom's looks. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, she's a beautiful girl, and I think she already has now started off into the modeling world. I guess she walked a runway recently, um, and so it seems like this is her mom, kind of like jump starting her career. And it's her- when you when you have Heidi Klum as your mom, there's a lot of doors in the modeling industry that will swing right open for you. And not only that, she did the cover of I want to say. Vanity Fair, Germany. I may be completely wrong with it being Vanity Fair. Let me see. Harper's Bazaar, Germany. Okay. And Vogue, Germany. And so her mom is really pushing her and getting a lot of eyes on her. Did she do. Is her dad Seal? No. Her dad is like Henry. What's his face? Oh. That like billionaire guy who. Not. A very attractive guy. So when I say she got her mom's <laughs> looks, I say she got all of her mom's looks. Okay. Yeah, that's good for her. That would suck if it went the other way around. It's like, yeah, my mom's <laughs> Heidi Klum, but I look like my dad. Uh, yeah, but very pretty. Check out the photos. Number four. Uh, number four is Blake Shelton is leaving The Voice. This was kind of shocking, I would say. So he's been there since The Voice premiered, and they're on their, what, 23rd season Crazy. now? So he is – I know, it's crazy. Who watches so this? he is – what? No, no, sorry, I just said who watches this. Hopefully, our audience is oh, not offended. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's. I mean, the show's still crazy successful. But uh, so he will be returning for the 23rd season in the spring of 2023. However, it will be his final season. Kelly Clarkson is also going to be returning as a coach, um, and so a lot of people are very excited about that. But. Yeah, he said that uh, he's been wrestling with this for a while. I've decided that it's time for me to step away from The Voice after season 23. This show has changed my life in every way for the better, and it will always feel like home to me. It's been a hell of a ride over the last 12 years uh, of chair turns, and I want to thank everyone at The Voice from NBC, every producer, the writers, musicians, crew, and catering people. You are the best. It takes a lot of work, passion, and adult beverages to pull off a live show twice a week. Listen, he's been there for a long time. It was good for him, and I... I get it. It's time to step Dude, away. He met his wife there. Like you met Gwen on the set. Like that show really has changed his life. Yeah, for sure. Um, and right. everyone knows his name because I can tell you, if you weren't a big country fan, you, you didn't necessarily know Blake Shelton's voice. He became a international superstar after the voice. He became like a good personality. You got to see like mm-hmm. who he is as a guy, and he was very likable. He's very nice. Again, he met his wife and. Um, it was a great story, and you know, it's on to the next one. But yeah, he he had a great he had a good tenure. Yep. All right, Amen. what's next, Dax? Number. Oh, this one is so big. Blink One Eighty Two is reuniting for a world tour. They announced it this week. So Tom DeLonge, Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, they are headed around the world. They they posted a video saying it's happening. They're coming. They're coming together, and uh, the world lost their freaking minds. Um, I was looking at their tour schedule, so they start off in Latin America. Their first, which I this kind of sounded funny to me, but their first stop is Tijuana, Mexico. Great place to start for a festival. <laughs> Great place to start. So, um, so they'll they'll go through Mexico, then they'll go down to Peru, Colombia, Brazil. They make their way through North America, um, all through the United States, um, then head over to Europe. 
and then they'll go to Australia and New Zealand in February. So it is going to be a massive tour. I, you know, they've kind of done a lot of successful side projects like Angels and Airways and Travis Barker has teamed up with so many other bands to make great music, but this is a big deal for the fans because this is getting the original members back together to, uh, Bless us at least one more time. Yeah, apparently they have a new album in the works that they say is one of their best albums. And Tom was like an interesting part of the band. He's not just like a guitarist. He's also a singer. So I think it's just cool to see all three guys on stage. Um, You know, they're doing a lot of festivals together because, you know, I don't know if these guys still would sell out. You know, do you think the Blink-182 would sell out the Forum? Are they that big? You do? Yes. What are you talking about? The Forum. All right. Let's say... Uh, them not being together for this long and then coming back, of course. You, so you think their no fans they would are, sell out? Yeah, but it's just like even if there's two guys, do you think they would still sell out the forum? If it was just Chavis and Mark, would they sell out the forum? Listen, let's not get crazy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's an interesting. The band. Three of them being back together right now with people knowing this might be the last time they see them together because I don't know if they're going to go on tour again. Yeah. You know, it's like get in while you can, and see them, and this is it. I I don't know. It's been but a, they are they, they yeah. oh they're dropping a new song today. Yeah, it's called Edging. So, um, yeah, they had said oh Friday we're coming out with a new song. Um, so I have not heard it yet. So I'm gonna after this I'm gonna I'm gonna go check it out. I think it's just big for the nostalgia. You know, Mark had a tough year because he had a cancer scare, and you know, obviously Travis is they're just they've been in the news like just individually. That's interesting. I didn't think about it. I wonder if Courtney is going to be tagging along for this world tour. You're like fresh on a new marriage, and now you're going to go travel the world for months on end? So let me ask you this, Dex, and I I guess I apologize to the audience. We need to do our research. Travis, does he fly on airplanes yet or no? Does he still only travel on tour bus? I think he just started with Courtney. He might have just got on a plane for the first time. I think it's going to be a long tour bus ride across the Atlantic Ocean to get to Europe. Yeah. Well, I think Courtney was part of that person. Yeah, but Courtney, I think, helped him out as far as getting on planes. And I think that could have been. I think I remember this. This. She. She did help him out or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, he flies private now. Uh, I mean, when you're with a Kardashian, you're flying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, number two. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, number, number two. two. Uh, number two, there's new details that are emerging about Bill Murray's alleged misconduct on the Being Mortal set. So, um, you know, there, there was a whole story that he was allegedly inappropriate, had inappropriate behavior on uh, the set of that. And um, they shut down in April because of the complaint that was made. Uh, there was a, a, there was some unidentified person working on the film saying something I thought was, or, I'm sorry, Bill had responded saying something that I thought was funny and wasn't taken that way. I, a difference in opinion with a woman I was working with. Now, um, it looks like he is paying $100,000 in a settlement. Um, basically, there was a puck I don't know what Puck is. I guess that's a news site. Is reporting that um, multiple sources say that he was being particularly friendly with a much younger female uh, who is a production staffer and saying that he 
kissed her on the mouth while they both had masks on, straddled her on a bed that was part of the production, and that um, he said he was joking, but she was he she was horrified and was allegedly pinned down under his weight, couldn't move, and interpreted his actions as entirely sexual. So um, right after, I guess, he got up, she went and reported his actions to production. And there were a lot of people saying, oh, is this Kiki Palmer? Um, apparently not Kiki Palmer. So someone else on the production staff and she made the complaint and then it shut down. And so he is trying to rectify the situation and is paying her a hundred thousand dollars. Um, but she, I guess is wanting to put it behind both of them and resuming, they both want to uh, resume production. So there you go. So with something like this, you know, you said Bill Murray has to pay $100,000. Does he pay mm-hmm. for it or does insurance pay for it? Like, how does that work? Do you know? That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, he probably has an, an, some kind of umbrella policy that protects him against this kind of stuff. So he's not actually forking over the $100,000 himself. Yeah. But, you know, this is not the first time. There's been a lot of people that have come forward over the years claiming that he is not the greatest person to work with. You know, I, I remember Gina Davis uh, said that back in the day, he verbally berated her in front of the a cast and crew. Um, who else? I think Lucy Liu had also said that, that she had like a hostile exchange with him during the Charlie's Angels movie, that something got like a scene got reworked, but he wasn't there for rehearsal. And so when he came back, he like blamed it all on her and like was yelling at her in front of people. So there's been quite a few... Um, women in Hollywood that not impressed with Bill Murray. Yeah, it's um, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, it's I don't know. It's uh, Bill Murray's a legend. I, I think I don't know. I don't know how I Does feel it about mean this. You can't be a douchebag. Yeah, it just it just sucks. Honestly, it just yep. sucks overall for everyone. You know, it's just you wish it was not this type of news because you really want Bill Murray to be the guy you want him to be and. I don't know. It's I don't have much to say Agreed. on this. All right. The number one story of the week, Dax. Number one story of the week, Kanye West. Shocker, shocker. But the story um, is that, you know, I mean, right off the heels of him saying he wanted to go death con three on Jewish people, um, Van Lathan, who uh, we all know from TMZ, my bet, he stood next to me back in the day on TMZ. He now has a podcast called Higher Learning, um, which is crazy successful, but he went on there and he had that infamous exchange with Kanye um, that I think uh, a lot of people know Van from. But he says during that it, that day when Kanye was at TMZ, he said that he loved Hitler and Nazis. This is allegedly, this is what Van is saying. I This is the first time that I have heard any of this. Um, but he said that in there that he loved uh, Hitler and Nazi and that TMZ edited it out. Um, and that's why we never heard of it or never um, got any wind of it. And that in this conversation, Van had actually said, like, whoa, 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 12 million people died. Like, you can't just be throwing stuff out like that. But they also edited that comment out, um, which is weird. Um, I don't know why they would have edited that. Yeah, I I never heard anything about this. I mean, I wasn't there at TMZ during this time. Um, I just, you know, my knowledge, I'm just not familiar with it. Did it happen? I, I don't know. I really, I just. I, I I literally, so that was what was weird was. I heard a lot about that day, but and Van has the craziest like memory. Like the guy is like an elephant with memory. He he is crazy. So 
for him to remember, I 100% believe that this went down. I was just surprised that I'd never heard anything of it. Knowing so many people that work inside TMZ, you think you would have heard something at this point, but maybe they didn't make a big deal of it. So maybe a lot of other staffers didn't realize it. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so Yi is uh, looking um, not so good to the Jewish community right now. Um, I would love to just talk to him and be like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, what is happening right now? What? Why are you spiraling? You should you should really just get off social media. You should stop talking. Like you're going to be embarrassing your family. I just want to know what's going through his head. Yeah, it's um, it's hard because we're putting this podcast out, and by the time we edit and put this podcast out, I feel like he will be in the news for something else. Like it's just it's exhausting to keep up with, you know, because it's every mm-hmm. day, every two hours, there's a new story, and you wonder if that's a strategy, just like to take over the headlines. I. I I don't know, but there's certain things you don't like saying you love Hitler. Oh, that is going to like that bites you in the ass real hard, especially being a Jewish man. Yeah. Like how like there's one person on the planet you cannot love anything about them. And that would be Hitler. You know, like what are you talking about? Yeah, it's anyway. we did break a story. Well, you broke the story that Kanye West did get rid of his publicist. Well, actually, his publicist stepped down saying, basically, I can't work with this guy. Um, from what we know, uh, saying he's just he's his own publicist. He, you know, from what it's, from the outside looking in, it looks like he hires a publicist, but then he just does all the PR himself. And it, obviously, it's not the best and smartest PR moves. And you know, as a publicist, you have to defend your client. You're like the spokesman for it. And it's like, how do you defend that? How do you? What are you supposed to say? And what as a publicist, you have to, you know. People, the media, which is your, your relationships, they start to question you. Like, why are you defending this person? Like, they're they're being an asshole, and it's yeah. it's a tough place for anyone to work. And so, from what we know, that um, Kanye is now looking for not just a publicist, but for conservative advisors, and that because he possibly is you know strongly considering running for president again in uh, 2024. So it's you know it's. It's just Listen, crazy. Kanye, you want to come on here? We'll talk. I want to know what the fuck is going through your brain right so now. So wait, should we talk about what just happened? What we what have? just happened? Well, well what what did I hit nah. you? No? Okay. Nah. <laughs> but let's, but I, I do want to invite him on here. By all means, Kanye, you want to come on here? I will listen because I want to know what's going through your brain right now. What's making you think that all this stuff is okay? But also, I'll give you a... I'll give you a platform to listen. Um, you know, we're obviously going to challenge you, but come, I'll li- I'll listen. Yeah, I don't listen. You might hate Jews. I'm a Jew. I don't, I don't hit you back. It's okay. <laughs> what am I to say? I don't. What am I? It's okay. It's. I, I mean, I. It's just. It's a really just difficult situation because you know, I'm not in his prescription cabinet, but you wonder if there is a medical thing going on. If it's just you really wonder. him. I don't know. I listen. I'm not his doctor. I'm not on his prescription pad. I don't know what's going on there. It's just, it's it's not good at the end of the day. So, yeah. but all right. Well, that's it. We're there. We made it through. Uh, you have now caught up with all the big things, the big news in Hollywood. Um, hopefully, you guys feel a little bit more informed after this podcast. You can go on the weekend. Tell everyone you know all. The good, juicy entertainment news. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, obviously, YouTube has the video component of this podcast. If you want to see us 
talking about it. Um, we're over there. And uh, make sure you follow us on our Facebook, but not on just on Facebook. Follow our private Facebook group where we are chatting actually directly with you guys about the podcast, about stories, breaking stories, uh, throwing up photos, and that podcast group is growing daily. I've been accepting a lot of people every single day after every episode, so it is fun to see you in there on the off-the-record private Facebook group for the Hollywood Raw. Follow Adam Glenn at Adam Glenn. You can follow me on social media at Dax Holt. Um, and make sure you stop by and leave us a review on iTunes. Um, that is the best thing you can do for us um, since we don't get paid by uh, Patreon. This is the best we can do. <laughs> <laughs> is get your reviews. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. See you. A Huda Media Production.